today on the High Button Podcast, an extremely special guest. The guy really needs no introduction, but I'm going to give it to you anyways. His name goes by Quake Matthews. Quake grew up in Fairview, Halifax, Nova Scotia. Recently just got back from the Junos in Vancouver. Probably one of the most historic rap careers coming out of Nova Scotia in the past decade, at least since I've been alive. Um, We're going to talk to him, sit down about his career from the beginning to the point that he's at now. Uh, I could probably talk to this guy for hours on hours on hours, but he only has an hour or so. I'm going to try to fit in everything that I can. I know the listeners right now uh, are curious to to hear what he has to say, so we're going to give everything uh, to you, the listeners. It's going to be a good one. Thank you for tuning in once again. Sit tight. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Hi, Button listeners. I appreciate you once again for tuning in. Probably one of the most anticipated. I'm sorry to put the pressure on him, but probably one of the most anticipated podcasts we have done in a while. Uh, Quake Matthews, I would like to welcome you, sir. Hello. Thank you for having me. Is this good? Is this good distance from, from the mic? Yeah, that's good distance for the mic. I'm going to point it towards you so you can even see your audio levels going up and down right there. Beautiful. Beautiful. The guy is... Oh, it's not even going with it oh well i trust you anyways um you know i don't even know where to start i I could talk to you for days on days on days about your life you know you live the dream you don't have a job you're a rapper you're doing what you do for a career and less than maybe five percent of people that live in this world get to say that most of them work in nine to five and they don't get to follow their dreams and do what they want you sir are a person that gets to do that do you take that for granted or do you know how fortunate and lucky you are I mean, I do think I am fortunate and lucky and blessed, but I don't look at it as I'm a person who gets to do that. Like, I think anyone can do that if they choose to make that decision, you know, and realize that how hard it is and how much work it literally takes to do it. And it's not all like the phrasing you described it to be as yes it is great you get to travel you get to do things but there's a lot of hard yeah there's a lot of hard times and it's and you have no boss telling you get up and get to work you have nowhere to be so it's kind of hard sometimes to even force yourself Mm -hmm. to get up and work and but i mean yeah at the end of the day i am thankful for everything um i've gotten to this point and the life i'm able to live and uh but we're not we're not even close to done yet but yeah i'm blessed man that's a great well probably from the perspective that i'm looking at because i still work in nine to five so when i look at someone like you and i see you traveling and i see you working it's just like man that guy you're you're doing it and i feel a lot of people feel that way you're doing it too man i've been i've been watching i've been watching the high button i've been following it you guys 
Your last episode is what, what was this? Three thousand downloads. We're so up there. We're up there. Noise for that. Thank you very much. I appreciate you can clap that. Clap for yourself. What was that from? LD. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, thank you very much. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, man. So, um, okay. So I don't. I don't even want to start with like what you've been up to recently. I want to start back. Like, let's let's go. Let's we're going, go. We're going back. Let's go back. Okay. Because that's how I like to work. I like to start from the the bottom and then work your all the way to left to, to right. Left to right. Exactly. Just okay. like how you read. Um, so let, yeah, before before rap, before before absolutely anything, you're 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 mad Arab, growing up in Fairview. Yes. Um, give me some hobbies. Give me some uh, friendship stories. Give me some school, some teachers. So what was your life like before rap really took over your life? So before that, um, my dream was NHL. I think my first dream was NHL for sure, and uh, I started skating at two years old. My dad made a rink. In our backyard, he was one of the, you know, one of them dedicated hockey rink parents who would get up at 2.30 in the morning, set an alarm, and go out and flood the rink. So it had, so, you know, it would, you could flood yeah. it all through the night so that we could skate on it. So, yeah, man, he put me on skates at two years old, and I remember learning how to skate, like, vague memories, yeah. pushing a chair around on the backyard, yeah. and then eventually you'd go old enough to put the stick in your hand so from that from that point on that was all i wanted to do my goal was like i remember i remember as a kid being like i'm gonna make it to the nhl and i remember parents used to be like you know that's that's like not a lot of people get to do that you know that's that's pretty seldom and i was like well i'll be on the moose heads at least then and so that was that was my <laughs> you know <laughs> you know that's, I, so yeah. you're basically every average canadian kid growing yeah, up yeah yeah so that was the that was the initial dream but uh yeah so I don't know. I don't know at what point did music take over because I always had the interest in music when I was playing hockey. Like, so I started skating at two, like I said, but at like six years old, I would go to a babysitter's up the street and she had two older sons and they had like all these rap tapes. They had extensive collection of CDs and tapes. And I remember I was like six years old and I heard the first CD I heard was uh, Doggy Style, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. And I never heard anything like it because, like, you know, up to six years old, all you hear is what your parents listen to. And I remember we had a record player around the house, and, you know, the, my parents yeah. would listen to Rod Stewart. And yeah. my dad's favorite was Bruce Springsteen. And I've been listening to him lately. Yeah. That guy's pretty incredible. Yeah, great, great song by yeah. yeah. My dad tries to take credit. He goes, you know, yeah, you know, uh, I always used to tell you, Bruce Springsteen is as big as he is because of his lyrics. Like, you got to have lyrics. <laughs> and then uh, he saw, when I was at the Junos, he saw that clip of Maestro saying, this, this guy got lyrics. This guy got lyrics. And my dad texted me. It was like two days ago. He's like, who always told you? You need lyrics. You can need lyrics in this business. So my dad definitely takes credit for the, the lyrics, but I don't know. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's a great answer. Uh, talking about your dad and the babysitting and all that stuff, and it all equaled out to where you are now. I actually want to talk about your parents right now. Yeah. How proud are they of you? Like, when I saw when you were at the Metro Center the other day, or Scotiabank Center, there was a picture of you at, like, the KOD sign in the back. Like, yeah. that must – like, how, how do your parents react to this? How do they uh, – how do they take it? Oh, man. I think my dad probably – might be one of the proudest guys in the world. That's all anyone, whenever I see someone like, oh, I saw your dad, he's so proud of you. But yeah, that's that's my dad's, uh, you know, character type. Like he's a social butterfly. He wants to talk to everybody. So like, I'm sure he goes and, and talks to, eh, do you, have you heard of Quake? I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> he brings it up in conversation. I'm sure he brings it up every, every person he talks to. <laughs> my mom is definitely proud, but she is the more like reserved, um, you know, reserved person. And, and she's, 
definitely just, you know, I, I, I just know she's proud of me and she's sacrificed a lot for me to do this, you know, um, countless. So, yeah, they're both definitely proud, probably def- express it in different ways. But, uh, yeah. yeah, definitely both proud, man. Yeah. So it's a blessing to have two parents that support support what you're doing. Absolutely. I know because especially in the creative industry, it's a risk going into it and when parents don't see progress and things like that there can mm-hmm. definitely be some doubt that creeps up into their mind um yeah but I mean, you know i think with your skill set it showed at an early age i remember watching you do those battles in the parking lot like who's that the first one it's a yeah bi- yeah i remember that that was the elements league um casper i lost that battle actually. did you yeah anyways i just remember lo- i didn't know i knew who you were through tommy but i didn't know like of you you were so young back then and I remember just looking at your skill set of being able to do what you were doing with rhyming words and just going aggressively towards this guy. I was just like, this guy, I don't know what he's doing in life, but if he keeps doing this, he's going to somehow figure it out. I don't know. I can't even describe it about you. It was, it was, there was like an aura about you or not an aura. What's the word I'm looking I, I for? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I've, it must be hard to hear this. It's, probably, it's hard to talk about yourself. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I but, don't know. I mean, I would describe it not, not so much an aura, but maybe like a bright gold light that surrounds me. No, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You're not. Yeah, okay, sure. We'll give it. We'll give it that I, to I you. No. Say, yeah, no, I'm just joking. I um, I would say it's just passion, man. Like I always had a passion for for anything I've done, and I like, I don't know. I almost obsess about it. Like I think I might have a touch of OCD or something because like whenever I want to do something, like I actually obsess about it, and I'm so competitive. I'm so competitive as a person. Like, I, I can't lose. Like, mm-hmm. I could play basketball right now with, like, mm-hmm. a, my 15-year-old little cousin and block the shit out of him. And, and I just, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose at tic-tac-toe. I don't want to lose at any drinking game. So, like, just that, that I don't know, that determination and killer yeah. instinct, I guess that's what it was. I, I remember know. playing basketball with you two summers ago. and you Was were, it an argument? Did, did we get There was. Well, you were drenched in sweat. It was, there was, excuse <laughs> me, there was uh, two points to, like, win the game. It, there was like a foul or it wasn't a foul something happened there wasn't an argument but you, you could tell you were just furious I'm pretty sure you lost the game not to make fun of you or anything but we lost yeah, I'm pretty game. sure you lost the game and you I could tell him like before when you got to the court you were just you were happy and then when it was over and you lost I could be like oh Jesus man he's pissed I still hold that <laughs> do you remember that game we played was that at the, by the fire the, yeah by the yeah, fire yeah, yeah, courts yeah. you remember I still that hold that to this day what it, a game that was historic plays. day all a fair of you came out for that it was very historic and yeah yeah it was incredible man um t- i'm pissed i lost i mean i yeah, still all replays right. all right all right you're not you're not that pissed i am all right, all we'll right. Give, i'll give it to you all right anyway, okay so let's moving on moving on so let's go let's like, you know, for every hockey player, there's a moment in their life where they go, wait a second, I'm pretty good at this. I, You know, when you're going home from a, a game and your dad looks at you and like, hey, Justin, you know, you played pretty well. You might want to start taking this seriously. What was the point for you when, you know, essentially you got in your dad's car and you're just like, hey, I'm, 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 I'm pretty good at this. I should start taking this serious. How old were you? What was the circumstance? For hockey? No, for music. I'm just saying oh, from music. my perspective, it was hockey. Okay, like yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a point where I realized I had a skill set. When was the point that you realized you had a skill set? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay, this is this is one. Um, this was probably, I was probably like 14 years old. That's and, young. Uh, Maybe 15. Okay. And it was like a rap battle downtown Halifax at the Marquee Club. And uh, it was a cash prize of $500. So I was like, what, 14 or 15? I think I was in grade 
grade nine, maybe, let's say. Okay. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to enter this battle. And it was like, it's not like how they battle today. It's like, it's almost like a round robin. So there'll be like eight people that enter it and you don't know who you're going to battle. You don't prepare. So they'll be like, in the first round, it's Justin versus him. If you lose, you're out. And then, so you just keep going. So like so March Madness. You got to make it up on the spot. Okay, and okay. then it's, in these days it had like a beat played. You didn't know what beat you were going to get. So you just had to tear them up off whatever beat that played. I'm picturing 8 Mile right now. It was like that format more so than the rap battle format you would see today. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So I went down there. I remembered like this was like yesterday, man. And uh, I remember I had sweatpants on and like a uh, Shaq basketball jersey. And I remember specifically sitting by myself before the battle. And a lot of the other battlers were coming up to me like, you're, you're in this battle? Like, these are like grown men, like probably like 22. And you're 14 uh, yeah. going in there. Like, you're in your battle. I remember people laughing at me. Like, who, did, who did you go with? Sorry to interrupt you. Who did I go with? Who did you go to with? To the your, battle with? Yeah. Myself. You went by yourself my at dad, 14 years yeah, old to I a went, rap battle to go against grown yeah, men. Yeah, I went by myself. Yeah, man. I went by myself. And... Uh, I know I, I knew some people there like uh, I don't know who who might have been there like maybe maybe Spesh K if you remember Spesh K maybe no. he was there I don't know if he was or not so did you tell your parents about this or was this just yeah the... yeah so they dropped me off and uh, I had to get this form signed from the liquor commission oh yeah because you're going into a going into a club underage so you got to do it so I did that and um Anyways, like, long story short, that was when I first made my name. Your question was, when did you finally realize you had something special? So I ended up winning. Like, I beat everyone I faced, and I ended up winning in the end. And, like, the crowd was going crazy. Like, who the fuck is this? Like, this was, like, when I first met Ghetto Child. That's like, such, like, uh, a... Vinny D at the time. So Corey Wright's now his name is. Yeah. But Vinny D, like, yeah. met, they were all coming up to me, like, like this is the first everyone was like and this is like you know Jesus this is at the marquee Christ. like i'm one of the f only few white battlers at the time it's not like it is today yeah. like this is like yeah. on goddard street and so i just i don't know i was i was i came with something different and I, I don't know what it was but i just had something that night and uh i ended up facing off with littles my boy littles i know the littles finals. the general yeah yeah littles man amazing dude but yeah that was the first time i met him too and yeah, so my dad came to pick me up after the thing. Yeah. And you were like, your question was, when did you get, first get in the car? And he's like, all right. So yeah, he came to pick me up after the thing. And I, came, I got in the car and he's like, how'd you do? And I pulled out $500 cash. Like that. <laughs> I was like, I won. He's like, what the fuck? You won? I was like, yeah, I won. He was just, yeah, that was like, how do the I not know this story? Man? That was That's the incredible. moment when he was just like, okay, like, this is crazy. Like, how, how did this happen? And yeah, I just remember, I just remember that, man. And like, it was such a hostile environment and I wasn't drinking at the time. It's crazy. Cause like I went through a long point and still kind of where it's like, I have to like drink to get on stage, you know, to conquer certain like state, like I was sober back then. And like, it's a very hostile environment, like threatening, like yeah, menacing, man. like people like, early two thousands. Yeah. It's a very threatening environment environment. So yeah, I don't know how. I used to have the video on this old computer I had, and I don't know where it is, man. If I wish I could find Put this that in one of your video. videos, I wish I could find this video. But yeah, that was definitely the first uh, time. I still have. I got. I got five hundred dollars, and I got this pair of boxing gloves for the for the uh, for the like I don't know for the fucking prize or whatever. The boxing gloves but, came with the five hundred dollars. They came with the five hundred dollars. Yeah. So I still got the boxing gloves down in my basement, and. Uh, I'm pretty sure they were signed and penned by like the guy who put it on. 
showbiz. Was he a boxer? No, no, no. It was called Freestyle Fight Club. Oh, I get it. So they had the boxing. Yeah, but yeah, I remember back then, like there was a bodyguard too. Like, like it got hostile. Like there's a bodyguard, a big dude who stood in front of or in the middle of both battlers at the time, and like, man, there were some of those battles that ended in like fights and like. I remember watching some of those videos on YouTube. I don't know if it's similar to what you this did, was, but yeah, this is. Remember, there, I remember watching one. There was one in like New York, and they were in like a gym, and there was a fight <laughs> after. Remember that yeah, one? That's, uh, and yeah, that's. And it's funny. The only reason I know any of these videos is because of you. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a uh, Math Hoffa versus I think uh, Dose was. That's a that's a that's a famous one. Click clack boom, turn your dome to a stadium. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I, remember, I don't yeah. even know. You don't know. All, yeah, yeah. all of my hip hop education, like real hip hop education, I think comes from you and, and Tom, and just sitting in your basement watching videos that I never would have seen before ever. Some of the things that you showed me online, from uh, what, what was one video you showed me that was just absolutely crazy, and I'll never forget it. It was some. I think it was like a Biggie Smalls rap or a freestyle when he was like 18 on the corner of Brooklyn. Yeah, before yeah. he was even blown up, something like that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, and, that's, and that's a just, famous one. Yeah, he's right in front of the store, the bodega. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And like, like they, they put that in the movie too. I don't know if you remember. They did. The big they movie. did. I remember seeing that, it. I'm like, yeah. They put that clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was other ones too. You showed me ones with like uh, Meek Mill when he was, but mm-hmm. you, you showed me videos of Meek Mill before he's Meek Mill now. Because yeah. I, I remember being in 2010, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe nine. Early, yeah, yeah. early, like, you know, and just being like, watch out for this guy. I give, and then, I give that credit to, you know how you say I showed you? I give that credit for, as far as new guys, for me to Dickie, man. Like, Dickie knows. Dickie always knew, like, the new guy before before it was going to happen. Like, I remember in, I was in grade 10 math with him. He was... He's two years older than me, so I don't know how the fuck he was still in grade 10. <laughs> but, yeah. You definitely make fun of him. We were, we were in the same class, grade okay, 10, man. Okay. And I remember he had this countdown on the on the, on the the whiteboard, and it was like the game, album, debut album, drops. And he, start, he, he had this countdown from like way far. It was like... His first album? Yeah. So it was like the game, album, drops in 99 days. And every day he would go, 98 days. And like, this is before I'm like, who? Like, who, who is this guy? Yeah. And then, like, you know, Dicky, he just knew. And then he's like, watch, this guy's going to be huge. And then when it, the album came out, and obviously everyone heard that first album, the documentary classic, but it was like, Dicky is the guy that finds all these guys who are going to be the next thing before anyone knows about them. And he always shows everybody. So, yeah, he was always that guy for He sure. should look into getting to, like, management or talent scouting or something like that if he knows. Yeah, I don't know. And it's much harder back then, too, because, like, there's not like now you kind of know when someone blows up overnight. It's like yeah, you could see their their Instagram is starting to pop off, or they have a viral video. You could track everybody's every step now. Oh, but back yeah. then it's, it was just kind of like buzzing, like word of mouth, and like so I don't know how he knew some of that shit that he did back then, but yeah, definitely. that's interesting. Yeah, I actually want to ask you a question. Oh, first of all, do you think if you come back, you do you think Dicky would ever come? Yeah. On he'd come yeah, on because I, I know you two have stories for days. Yeah, fuck. I could have told him to come tonight, but it's all I know good. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all good. But when you come back, I'd love to have him on. Honestly, yeah, I would yeah, just yeah. shut up and I'd let you two ramble on for two hours. Yeah, like, yeah. that would be hilarious. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, no, Dicky's Dicky's the fucking man. That bro. guy knows how to show um, hospitality. Yeah, man. He's everywhere, very... like it's funny because like everywhere we ever go, or like anything like that, like if if I bring him around, people are like. Like people in the rap business or whatever, he's always the most memorable guy. Like he, like he'll steal the show. He from, is. He he'll is. steal the show from me because like I'm like the more reserved, like quiet. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm yeah. not right like that. But like 
there's people like I brought him to, on trips where I had to do shows in like Amsterdam and like to Toronto and, and different places. And people still message me about Dickie to this day. Like, yo, where's Dickie? Or like, yeah. yo, did you see Dickie's latest Instagram video? Or like, like, like yeah. popular rappers and stuff like that. Like people, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, he's just always been that guy, man. Memorable. So. And Dickie's the type of guy that stuff like that would never get to his head. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Dickie would never let anything like that get man, to his yeah, head. We're giving Dickie a little bit too much. All right, yeah, sorry. Going okay, maybe head. it would go to his head. Yeah, then. it's going. To I, his I head. remember he came over once and he started cooking steak on the barbecue. I was like, "Who is this guy?" He, go, he walks in. The, remember when oh, my yeah. parents it, went to it, LA? Yo, yo, what happened? Oh yeah. My I parents went that. out to LA and I had the house to myself and uh, and Quake and Dickie and all all my friends came over and Dickie That's came. Me. In, yeah. What? Quake, you were like Quake, Quake and Dickie. Yeah, sorry, oh, and you, sorry. I just want to. I'm talking to the listeners. Anyways, and. And he's like, hey, who wants steak? And he just pulled out a bunch of steaks and started lighting them up on the barbecue. I was like, yeah, good man, for you, man. chef, man. This guy's a good chef. He's, anyway, I don't want to start. I don't want to Didn't talk. you get in trouble or something? There? Well, yeah. Uh, I can't talk about oh, this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know why. Yeah, I know why. Do you know why? The throw. Uh, oh, we can't talk about it right now. No, but the person that got, the person that got you in trouble, we, we don't want to really get in. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, she didn't get me in trouble. No, she, no, she actually helped it. Yeah, yeah. Because a chair broke and she helped me fix it. God yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, I had. Uh, I have a really important question, but I want to save it for like the thirty-minute mark, almost yeah, like no halfway. Worries. So we're gonna we're gonna save that question. You might know what it is, maybe not. Um, should, uh, I, I also want to talk about Europe. Do you want to start? Do you want to talk about Europe right now? I have two questions that I want to ask you right now. One's Europe, and then the other one is music outside of rap or artists outside of rap that you admire. Yeah, um, yeah. So you pick what one you want to talk about first: Europe or the music one? Um, man, it doesn't matter. We could talk about. Let's do the music one. I, 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 I want to hear that. It. So let's out, so outside of rap, um, I know you mentioned Bruce Springsteen with your dad, but he's more of your dad's generation. So yeah, more, yeah, let's, yeah. let's talk more this generation. What's yeah. more of, uh, you know, maybe even rock and roll. Maybe it's opera, not opera, but, you know, maybe something that, you know, that you like that's outside of rap. Man, this is like the generic answer, but, um, like, I've, I've learned that uh, from doing this music that we're not all so different. Like, people separate genres and all this, but, like, I've grown to learn that, like, a good song is a good song no matter what it is. And I've worked with a lot of different people across different genres that made me appreciate different types of music so like yeah i can't that is like the politically correct answer but like honestly like going to uh song camps that i went to and writing with country writers and like to me like that made me appreciate country like to me country has the best like storytelling than besides hip-hop that i can see you know um but yeah for me other than rap i always liked female like soulful singles singers like female r&b singers like uh, lauren like, hill like yeah i like i love lauren hill um i love alicia keys yeah. like uh beyonce beyonce like man i'm not gonna sit here and like uh bash her. not gonna sit here and bash her incredible artist like uh one of the best performers of all time yeah but like just as far as my favorite i don't know whatever it is i never really like gravitated as much as I did towards Alicia Keys. You know, um, I don't know. I always like the simplistic stuff. Like, I love Adele. Like, yeah. I like the people that just stand there 
or sit down and play the piano and sing, which I, I'm sure you acoustic know, Beyonce is more than capable of doing. Mm-hmm. But like all the big hoopla and all all that stuff, like mm-hmm. to me, I kind of just like I like the coffee house vibe. Like yeah. just like all right, here's your mic, you sing, or yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So I I, I tend to uh, go towards more like Alicia Keys, Adele. Uh, man, there's so many. Like I love Alanis Morissette. That's like one of my secret. Favorites. I don't think it's a secret. I talked about it. But, <laughs> okay. But like, I guess, what is it called? Guilty. Guilty pleasure. Yeah, but it's not really. I don't have guilty. No, there's no such thing. Yeah, I don't good. feel guilty no. about it. But yeah, just some shit that you would not expect yeah. you to like. Yeah. Um, I feel the same way when you said all the hoopla with Beyonce. I feel the exact same way. Sorry to change the subject a little bit, but towards movies, when movies have all the action and the blow up and the in the. Big scar, not yeah, Scarface, yeah, yeah, but the big yeah, yeah. action. I love a small budget, nice $2 million movie with a great story. Because you know actors. what that does? Do you what? know why you why? like that? Why? Because it really proves the material. Mm. You know what I mean? It proves the, the story. It proves the story. And just what I said, a good song is a good song. It proves the song. It proves well, the, I see the what you're singer. Saying, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like, yo, like I went to that show last night. There was fucking white tigers hanging from the rafters in cages. And like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. no, like I went and I saw somebody sit there and fucking sing an incredible song and with an amazing voice and kill it. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's like almost like Jerry Seinfeld's uh, yes. comedy style. Like, it's just like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just, it just, it is what it is. It's yeah, plain it, comedy, it clean comedy, it clean is. comedy, they yeah. call it. Yeah. yeah, so I, I think if, and that's not to take a shot at Beyonce because we definitely we definitely need artists like that to push everything forward in performance. Like Michael Jackson, performance-wise, like that that is incredible. So we definitely need people to push boundaries and make the biggest cinematic productions. But you know, just as far as what I look for, like like personally, is mm. is not always the case. But okay, yeah, no, that's a good answer. I like how you didn't give the political answer. Yeah, and you just yeah. All right, well, let's talk about Europe. I've been to Europe as well. Um, this was your like you went there to work, and you had a tour and you performed and yeah. You've been to Amsterdam before too, but you just got where were you just before? You were just back from somewhere. When or, uh, man, this was my fourth time to Europe. I think fourth time. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk. Well, just ramble on about Europe. Essentially, I want to know what you've done over there, artists man, that you've worked with. I know uh, you shot a video over there with Dicky. You said. Yeah, we shot a, a video in Amsterdam over there. You ain't me. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. That was probably like two, three years ago now. Yeah, I remember it. Uh, yeah, man. But Europe is Europe is an incredible experience, man. And every country is different. So like, and each of my trips have been different. Like, one time I went over there with Dicky, and you know, this past time my mom just retired, so I went over there with my mom. So it's like that's cool. You can see that uh, me and Dicky's sightseeing or attractions or whatever is going to be different than yeah. what I do with my mom but it's like I got to see it all man um, and I think the biggest thing is just just seeing different parts of the world and seeing different cultures and seeing that there's shit out there besides your little box because sometimes it's easy to feel especially in this city I find like boxed in or mm. that there's nothing else that exists mm. or you know so yeah it was a blessing man like yeah I don't know. One of my favorite lines from you, you were saying, I'm sitting on Beverly Hills on the balcony looking over my UK deal. Do you remember what was, yeah, did I say it correctly? Yeah, yeah. What do you, 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 like, you like the glamorous shit? I man. love, not the, I don't like the glamorous shit. I just pictured it in my head. When you said that, I was like, I can picture Quake sitting on a balcony in Beverly Hills looking over a UK deal. No, I just picked, you just painted it well. No, that's cool, man, because that's like, 
that's literally my main goal is to like my Paint favorite pictures. yeah my favorite rapper Nas that's the, the the reason why I always always fuck with his music bef- like over anyone else because like you can sit there and listen to it and close your eyes and you can see the story happening like you know every detail like he's saying uh, lipstick marks on the on the beer can and you know yeah. uh, he said um, little like New York pizza burning the top of your mouth yeah yeah I remember that yeah yeah, yeah. like the burn the yeah like he's good so just like those little things that make you see something that's always what I try to do so yeah for you to say that that's that's cool man I, yeah you're you're welcome. Yeah, you're you're good. you're better than that than you think, man. There's a lot of songs where I maybe it's because I know you. Yeah. But I definitely I, a lot of your songs. Uh, what was another one with you and Tommy with the sharing the chocolate bar in LaGuardia mm. Airport? Like I could picture that in my head. I was That's like, a true story, man. Do you want to tell that story? Because I talk to Tommy about that all the time, and he I don't yeah, know if man. if you don't have to if you don't yeah, want to. Yeah, no, we just had no money. Like we went, we were going to. Uh, so prior to this, uh, I had did the song Warrior with Freeway, and we got this big video grant. Like it was, it's called Much Fact. Uh, it's I think it's ending now, but it used to have these big grants, and they used to give you like twenty grand to shoot a professional video. Like so, we had like the Citadel Hill rented off. Like, I remember blocked this. Blocked off. I remember this for this, and uh, and then we had like a Navy ship rented out. And anyway, we the video's out now still, but. We were supposed to have Freeway come do his verse in the video. And then, like, when we were there to pick him up from the airport, the air customs wouldn't let him through because of some, like, a crime he did in, like, 1993. Like, yeah. some stupid ass charge. Like, and they were just being pricks about it. And they sent him back home. And so I get to the shoot. I'm like, he's not here. Like, what are we supposed to do? And then the video director tells me, like, you need another verse. So, like, just do another verse and we'll just shoot the video with just you. So that's how that song came to be like the original and the remix. So wait, on the spot, you just made up a verse on the day of the video shoot. Like, I think I, I I don't think I went there. I think I called her and I was like, he can't come cashmere. Shout out to cashmere. And I was like, he can't come. He's like, what are we going to do? Like we have Citadel Hill blocked off. Like, I don't know how the fuck, how much this costs. Like, yeah, we have a Navy ship rented in the Harbor. Yeah. And so it was like, we're not going to just shoot. Like, we don't have a song. Like, what are we supposed to do? Like, he does the second verse. She's like, I don't know how you're going to do it. I don't care what you do. She's like, write a second verse, record it, memorize it, bring the new song down, and hurry up because you're like an hour late. So I'm like, oh, my. Your fuck. head's spinning. So my head's spinning. So I'm just sitting at home. And I remember I was just like, all right, like, this is crunch time. Like, this is pressure everyone's waiting at the shoot the whole crew like this is not like nowadays where it's like the, you can t- get one camera like they have like cast and background crew and lighting and background and like this was a big budget video yeah so i'm sitting at home and whatever like i just wrote it and i recorded it on my mic and like i don't know how to really mix so it was like it ended up sounding like shitty but it's like just for the video just so we could get the visuals yeah so you know i i raced down and then we did it, and I was having trouble memorizing the verse a few times because it's like fucking something I just wrote. Yeah. So by the end of the night, you know, we got all the shots we needed. Then I got someone to clean up my verse. I think I re-recorded it at a better place. Yeah. And then we put the song together. But yeah. So, anyways, this was leading into the uh, Laguardia Airport. The LaGuardia Airport. Okay. So it was like I was pissed because Freeway is one of my favorite rappers, and he didn't get to come through for this video shoot. So, basically. Um, I did another song with him and I was like, all right, I did another song on the next album. So but like, you I, went to Philly. Yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah. now I'm shooting this video. 
and there's no way they can fuck this up. We're not taking a chance. I'm going there. Yeah. And then me and Tommy realized that uh, at the same time, there was a festival there uh, made in America. It was Jay-Z's festival. It was the first year that they, they did it. They blocked off the streets in Philly. We saw Drake, Jay-Z, French Month, like whoever, like a bunch of people. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, that was the first time. And so, you know, we went out there and uh, we didn't have much money. And it was, you know, the, the, vid- hustle. the video cost was... You know who shot the video, actually? White Trash Tyler? White Trash Tyler, yeah, Shout out man. to White Trash, out to Tyler. White Trash That's my... Tyler. And Cam, uh, Jacob, my best friend is Jacob. Okay. Cam Smith as well. He shot it too, man. Those guys, Good incredible. People. Amazing trip. I met, uh, well, I didn't meet White Trash Tyler out there, but I met uh, a couple of his friends out in L.A., Grant Ketty and Matty Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I heard that podcast you did. Yeah, really dope. nice yeah, guys. Grant's the man, and yeah. uh, Matty, you met Matty too? I met Matty yeah, too, they're out there. Too. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, nice yeah. people. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so we just went out there and we just pretty much was like, this was at a time in my life where it was like, I don't have a lot of money, but like every last dollar I had, I wanted to put into making my my dream possible. And like, not even to be, not even to sound like a sob story or something, like this was really no, what yeah. it was. And I remember just coming home, I had no money on my uh, debit and neither did Tommy. And I remember I had like a $5 American bill left. And we were like, we had a layover. I don't know where we stopped. We maybe Newark, yeah. Newark, New Jersey. We had a layover. And we're like, man, we're starving. I'm like, man, I literally spent every last dollar. He's like, man, me too. And then like, I was like, I got this five, and it was like a three dollar like Hershey's chocolate bar. I was like, man, you wanted to split this for like split it. Yeah. So th- that line you're talking about. Uh, me and Tommy, or, oh, it was LaGuardia Airport. LaGuardia, me and That's Tommy split in chocolate so it was New, Yeah, it was New York, so it wasn't New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah. LaGuardia Airport, me yeah. and Tommy, yeah, whatever it said. Yeah, so that was actually true, man. And then, yeah, we split the lat. Like, it was like, it was such a cool end to an incredible trip. It was like, look at all the shit we just been through. Like, And this is the chocolate bar like, that represents it. Jay-Z brought out Freeway. And the, you were just with Freeway. The, yeah, the Jay-Z brought out Freeway the night after. We just shot a video of them. And it was like... Just a surreal trip. We got to see everything we wanted. We spent every last dollar, like went to the max. So to end it, it was kind of like symbolic, like fuck, man. Oh, let's split man. this chocolate bar, and yeah, it was it was dope. That's man. incredible, man. Just yeah. listening to that's just like yeah, that's just like uh, definitely a memory, man. It was definitely yeah something I felt I had to put in into the song for sure. You're yeah, man. You're. You might not think it. I'm sure people come up and tell you all the time, oh, your music helps me and things like that. But they're not lying, man. Your, your people, your music, excuse me, like as much as, like your, your music relates. It relates to a lot of people. Yeah, man. That's, I think, you know, it, so many people can relate to the things that you're saying. And like I said a second ago, yeah, you know how to paint a picture. It's just, I don't know, at least think, for me, when I, think, I listen I think to your we're music. A lot more, I think we're a lot more alike just as people like not to get deep but i think we're a lot more alike as people than than sometimes we think we are absolutely like, you know what i've noticed since i've done you know these, what i mean since like, i've done these street interviews the past couple of days i've noticed that yeah my personality is more an, an introvert just like you but i've kind of had to overcome that and try to do these street interviews yeah and i've noticed as soon as i approach these people and i start talking to them i'm like wait a second you're just like me they are and it could be anyone it could be any race, any walk alike, different walk. Like, we're a lot more alike, I think, than we actually think. And I don't know what it... Let's, like, let's not get deep. Let's cut this off soon. But I don't know if it's, like, society, like, telling us, you're this, you're the bad people and this and that. Like, I, I don't know. But it's, like, when you, like, break it down, it brings it back to the genre thing we were talking about before, where it's, like, country music. I was writing with country music. And it's just, like, 
at going into it, you're so scared. Where I think it's society where you're so scared. This group is different than you, and this group is different than you, and you don't mix with them. And, but then when you get down to it and just have a conversation with someone, or write a song with someone, or in your case, walk up to the street and talk to someone, you realize that no matter who it is, like we all have common ground. And I think bringing back to your point, that's why my music relates is because. I grew up around so many different walks of life and I was always able to adapt and, and relate and connect and build friendships with so many different people that I put that into my music and there's always a common ground, you know, whether no matter what walk of life you are. And I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. I think that's a big problem with the world right now. Yeah. People just aren't. Anyways, you're like like you just yeah, said. I don't want to talk about it. It's a funny it. show. Yeah, let's, let's yeah, let's sorry. Get, off it, get a little political. We can, there. we can put a little, you know, a little, little political uh, issue yeah. in there. All right, so I'm gonna get to my big, pro, my big. Let no, me my, let's, let's hold on. Let me let me flip it. You see that uh, uh, that curb your enthusiasm when Leon's like, you gotta go to the job and you flip it. Oh yeah, of you course. Start, you start asking the question. One of the most famous television episodes of all time. All right, I want to flip it on you. I flip wanna, it, I, flip I, it on you, me. You asked me like. What was I like as a kid before, you know, before everything? Like, what, like, did you live in this house all your life? Like, what did you do for fun? Like, what, like, what was it like? Like, yeah, um, I grew up in Rockingham, so just down the street on the Bedford yeah, yeah. Highway area. Yeah, and very similar to you, my dad, the dad in the back, the backyard, the rink. We had a basketball court. You had the rink. We had the rink, of course, wow. man. Every dad builds the rink. Um, every dad, I thought. My dad. Well, maybe not. Not every dad. No, dads that care. Yeah, dads that want to see their kids. I don't kids. think every dad builds no, the ring. You're right. I'm sorry. You not every give dad. Your dad more credit than that, man. I'm sorry. I apologize. Not every dad. A rare breed of dads. Quake's dad and my dad. Same. Same. The dad. Only two. Only two. <laughs> um, and anyway, I don't know. Yeah, athletics. Athletics were surrounded my life. My dad was a, a really good hockey player growing up, so I wanted to be exactly like him. Um, you know, school. School wasn't my thing. I tried to. You know fit in like even social skills growing up i wasn't there i didn't really make solid group of friends until like high school yeah. I, I had acne i was insecure it wasn't the best uh, yeah. childhood growing up but once i got better at sports i started becoming uh you know more social with people i started becoming more comfortable with myself yeah, yeah. girls started coming into the picture that always helped as well <laughs> and uh and things like that is great yeah you no, not, sure, not really man. different no no i know like i said we're, we're not that different man um it was was ever was mischief ever like a, a thing in your neighborhood like what do you guys, mean did you guys ever do like the like like oh yeah we cherry as, bombed as kids like isn't that all there was to do like was just like yeah. throw the cars are passing yeah. by throw snowballs at well it we were like, cherry bombs like you know the, the cherry you know on Dumbrack how they used to have the the uh, the bushes yeah. The oh, cherries. That, you guys called them cherry bombs. Cherry bombs. See, in Fairview, we called it Barian. <laughs> Let's go Barian. Let's go Barian. Man, you got no money in your pocket. You want to run from some police and know you can't get arrested? You go cherry bombing. Just go Barian. Just go Barian. Yeah, Sorry. we used to sit on the back like Dumbrack. Yeah. Right at the back, by, not where Fairview Court's, like where those woods are. I know, are. I know. And, just, and you would have to time your throw with that stuff. Because the cars are the going. The car's going so fast, so it's almost like a wide receiver <laughs> doing a slant pattern. Yeah. And you got to lead the ball out you know, so that the wide yeah. receiver runs into it. So yeah. you gotta you gotta put it way out in front of the car and yeah. then it drives in when the perfect one hits the windshield. Oh, that snap. That oh, feeling. Did you ever get a handful? A handful. Oh, no. we used I to used get to a do, handful. I used to do one. <laughs> a handful. That's cheating, man. That, that, that's cheating, man. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Was, we had no money, just had so, wanted something to do, wanted yeah. to run. 
Man. Police always came. Sometimes we got chased like bad, 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 oh, yeah. man. And back in the day, where in our neighborhood, I'm sure in Fairview, it was all woods. So yeah. you could run in the woods, but now it's yeah. all houses. No, one time this guy just wouldn't give up, man. And like I was blessed. I was a pretty I was a pretty fast kid. Yeah. But like this one guy wouldn't give up and I'm pretty sure he was yeah. Me and I think Matt Giles maybe like we had a hiding place and this guy was like this was like a twenty minute chase and like this guy had a stick coming through the woods like beating the stick and it's like a classic movie scene. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy's going like that, running. And then, like, so we're all running. Me and Matt Charles, like, make it to his house, hide in the backyard. And poor Pudge, he was a little heavier at the time. Pudge. Kelly Sear was a little okay. heavier at the time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure one of the guys, like, got him or something. Yeah. So they were kind of roughing Pudge up, the story goes. And then <laughs> and then Jared Bottomley, Michelle Bottomley's brother, comes out yeah. and, like, punches a hole in his, or, like, punches a, a dent in Buddy's van. Oh. And he drove off. So this that was, like, my most exciting episode of, Burying. burying, sorry. Yeah, burying. Man, but yeah. great times. I mean, man, but sometimes you feel bad. Like, Well, I'm, now you feel terrible, absolutely. Like, I remember we, we camped out in Kelly Sears' backyard one night, and, like, we threw everything at this house behind them. Like, oh, and we're so stupid. Like, we yogurt containers. Like, eggs. Yogurt, eggs, like, ketchup. Barbecue sauce. Eggs, everything. And then we didn't know who lived there, and then we can't, like, the next day, don't uh, tell me it's an old No, guy. the next day, his mom goes out into the yard and she looks at one of the yogurts. Kelly Sears' mom looks at one of the yogurts and she goes, it's the same expiry date as the one in the fridge. And she caught us off evidence, circumstantial evidence. <laughs> 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 so anyways, she goes, you guys got you guys to go over there and apologize to whoever lives there. So we walk over and we're just shaking, like scared, oh, scared yeah. to death. And... Um, it's an old man and an old woman. He goes, he comes out and he goes, what did you come over to bring the bacon oh. to go, you know, and to go with the eggs. And then he, I was like, we're like, man, we're so sorry. I never felt worse in my life. I was like, I'm so sorry. And then he's like, yeah, um, yeah, you're forgiven. Just go volunteer at the church, which you we, did. We, we did. Wow. No, you didn't. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, you did. No, you did. Yeah, we you did. did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, but, man, I yeah. would feel like shit. Yeah, you that feel like suck. a piece of shit. That's. I think that's the like. Yeah, you realize it's not. It's not worth fun it. anymore. I don't yeah. want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad topic. I don't know how. I, did I bring this up? I don't know how I it got brought up. Anyways, I. I anyways, let, yeah. I want to get to this question. Go ahead. You have been in the room with some rap legends. Yep. Let me list off a couple of names. These are the ones that I know of. I'm sure there's been plenty more. Yeah, yeah. Freeway, Royce the Five Nine, Method Man, Drake, Ti, and Naughty by Nature. I don't know if there's been any more. When you go into the room with these people, I want to know what your mindset is. Is your mindset try to impress this person and be a little bit business savvy to try to maybe work with them one day, or is your mindset going in there? Uh, Jesus, I don't. It, well, Man, I don't know. Tell me, what's man, your mindset? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the, the the corny answer, okay? But it's not corny because it's just true. You know, like, this sounds so stupid, but you know how, like, when you're going out, you're you're going out with a girl or something. Your mom's like, "All you gotta do is just be yourself." Oh yeah. But like, re- really, like, realistically, like, if you go if you go in trying to impress or you you're you're acting out of character that you're not comfortable with, like, people are gonna. Are gonna see that. They're gonna see that. They're gonna see. They'll th- see the 
they're gonna see through that instantly. Like and like I've tried it, and I know. Like I've tried to like I've been shy to, to meet people and and everything, and got too like belligerently drunk and like start like talking at a character like I'm some big cool like whatever yeah, like yeah. and it's just like that's not that's not the energy that I bring forth and people can see that mm -hmm. and so I don't know my my goal every time it brings it back to what we were talking about how not we're not so different like okay these people might have sold a lot of records or they might have a legendary status but at the end of the day I think everyone is human and if if you approach them with respect and and you know the, they're gonna they're gonna like you like, give you their time of day gonna, yeah they're gonna they're gonna gravitate towards you and it always helps me in those situations with rappers is that i have an extensive extensive knowledge on hip-hop so mm. it's like so you're able to start an educational can, an can, educated conversation yeah that's happened to me plenty of times where i'll, I'll like we'll be talking about something then i'll say some random fact because I, I am literally a rap nerd like I you know are a rap a nerd. lot of yeah Very so i'll say nerdy. some like random fact and they'll be like how did you know that or like so I'll say something more than the average person would just say, yeah. you know, but yeah, I, I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any, like, I don't know, just be yourself and just, yeah. you know, if you click, you click. Well, I want to talk about like one of my favorite rappers out of that list mm -hmm. was Drake. Um, yeah. And he did that famous video when he gave you the shout out during Pat Stay's interview, mm -hmm. which was incredible. Mm -hmm. um, did you ever end up talking to him that night? Did yeah, anything yeah, come yeah. about that? If you don't mind, I'd like to yeah, know what no, you guys yeah. talked about. Yeah, we, we uh, I think my first question was, because I remember we were sitting, it was me and Pat's friend, Sam, shout out to Sam. Uh, we had a court of something and we were sitting in the back row and this was like a long press conference. Like it went like, Probably like, I don't know, it felt like two hours. It was like every battler was talking to each other. And like, by the end of it, me and Sam were just like drinking this court. And like, by the end, we're like, all right, like, it's cool. Drake's there in the front row. Like, we saw it. Like, let's mm. go try to find something to do. Or I don't know, like, just getting restless, I guess. And then it was like the last question of the night, because you can even see it in the video. Bishop goes, uh, Bishop Brigante goes, all right, we're taking one more question for the night. It's from Drake. So I'm like getting ready to leave anyways. Yeah. And then like, so I just hear, and then he go. He turns around, and when he said that, I was just like, that just took me by surprise. Like I ha I hadn't seen him in the room before that, and uh, the last time I saw him before that, it was like it was like uh, iffy as if to like, cause I had uh, I gained a lot of weight, and I had my head shaved bald at the time, and I had like a goatee, like this okay. piece of shit. <laughs> he didn't recognize me at the time. Yeah. So at this time, I'm just like, ah, oh, shit, is he, he's probably not gonna know me or know yeah. I'm here or whatever, and so. Uh, yeah, man, he he said that, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, I stood up. I was like, "I'm drunk as shit at this." Are you? Yeah, where are we just sitting in the back, bored, polishing the court, like in the back row. Yeah, he's in the front row. But yeah, I, I was just like, "Damn!" Like, the first thing that came to mind was just like, "Damn!" Like, that's a down to earth. He's a cool guy. Like, is he? Doesn't, he? he doesn't have to, just for well for him to do that. That's the thing that came to my mind was like, he didn't have. You to don't do have that. to do that. And like, he did that all throughout the night to everyone. He just giving people shout outs to different people yeah that he didn't have to do yeah and like if you look on that video summertime win now like i think the number one like comment is uh drake brought me here you know what i mean so cool. it's like, it was like he doesn't have to do that so i think when i went up to him the first question was like i i, I it was ob o'brien i seen first the orange beard yeah, guy. yeah so i asked him i was like how does he know like how does how did he see that song and he gave me like a real mysterious answer he's like we see everything 
<laughs> oh yeah, my god! It's like, it's like these guys are really these guys are. Just, you know what? I bet they're just hip hop nerds like you. I know, I know, but the way the way like it, it, I interpreted it, it was like this like God level like we see. It. I don't know, just the way like they you know, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they portray I, it. And I, they live I know it. for a fact that you're right. They're just like me. And, and whoever else that studies this culture, they watch it every day. Yeah. And just because they're very successful, it doesn't mean they're going to change it. Any and different. all of a sudden become this, this asshole. Like, if, yeah. I sold, if I sold whatever, how many records tomorrow, I'm not yeah. going to start acting a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, yeah. Definitely a down-to-earth guy. Like, got to meet him and, and, and kick it with him probably, I don't know, four or five times whenever I bumped into him over the years. Yeah. But always, always the utmost respect. And um, never acted better than anyone, and always just—I don't know, man—just a supporter of the culture. So I could never ever say anything bad like that guy. He's just he's, classy. He's the classiest. Perfect. Man, like, just the man. You know what I just thought about? If you're saying that they see everything, yeah, he might be seeing this. Maybe, maybe he's seeing this. Anyways, though. but but you know what? I don't know. Maybe I don't know if he's gonna watch an hour in. Of course he is, man. He has nothing going on right now. Actually, no, he is dropping an album soon. Was it Scorpion? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what... There must be something behind it. Scorpion. Honestly, I've gotten through like two questions. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Actually, I'm not even going to ask you a question. I'm going to tell you a story right now. Yeah, tell and me you're a gonna story. Be, uh, how long is this? Anyway? We're at... I'll show we're at 48 minutes. Okay, do, how much time do you have? I have... I, I could go for... Long. Anyways, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, go, You're good. Go. We'll, we'll just go until it sucks. Okay, sounds good. It might um, suck already. <laughs> nobody talking no, about No, no, no. It's interesting. I'm this just. Is, no, just, it doesn't suck. <laughs> you tell me when it sucks. So I'm working at a little story time. I'm working out in Vancouver right now. I'm working at. Um, a when is this? Like last year or? No, oh, sorry. Yeah, this was no. It was this year. I know. This year. Like, it's 2017. So 2017. Yeah. I'm working at um, Herschel. It's you know the backpack company. Mm-hmm. So the head office is out in Vancouver there, and they're playing the radio. In the office, what comes on? Confessions. Confessions. Oh yeah. So we're in the middle of this session right now, where I'm trying clothes on for this company, and the your fucking song comes on. Yeah. I stop everything. This is. <laughs> I stop everything. There's yeah. probably 15 people in the room. Mm-hmm. Stop everything. Yeah. Because I'm the, I'm the not to brag. I'm the fit model, so I'm trying the clothes on. So everyone's looking at me. The fit model. Yeah, like, what does like, that mean? So oh. like, because I got a good body, so they put clothes on me to like measure it up perfectly. You know what I mean? You're the you're the perfect. You're I'm the, the template of bodies. I am the medium of Herschel. You you are you are the, the curve is based on you. The curve is based on me. If you have a Herschel jacket, t-shirt, sweater, pant, uh, rain jacket, and it's a medium size, it's based on my body. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's crazy. I'm basically a walking talking. Uh, Legend. Not legend, which I wish. Uh, what are they called? Dummies or no? Uh, mannequin. Mannequin. Anyway, so everyone's looking at me. They're, they're trying out like a shoulder on a rain jacket or something yeah. like that. Your song comes on the radio. I stop everything. I go, whoa, whoa. Sorry, just one second. Everyone, pay it, listen to this song right now. Yeah. This is my friend from Nova Scotia. I said this. Like everyone. What did they say? with they like, get back to work? Or? Well, no, just let me finish what I was saying. Let me, like, I wasn't done my speech. I was oh, like, yeah, whoa, whoa, everyone, ahead. listen, listen. This guy grew up, I, I kind of lied a bit. I was like, this guy grew up down the street from me. He was my neighbor. Listen to this song. <laughs> you just made the story I, back. I, I lied a little bit. I was like, this guy's my neighbor. Listen to him. This is a song on the radio. Everyone was just like, Oh, okay, sweet. No, no one really gave a fuck. Yeah. Like, okay, who's this guy? Anyways, I was just 
so happy. Like, I just yeah, felt I was yeah, all the way yeah. at the cross on the other side of the country yeah. with a bunch of weird people looking at me, sticking needles in my T-shirt and shit like that. And then all yeah. of a sudden, your song comes on. And I just like freaked out. I was just like, man, that's that's my guy right there. No, man, that's that's amazing, yeah. man. That's 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 amazing. Like, and just I've been fortunate enough to have, you know, that song, coast to coast, do well at the radio. And uh, there was another story. Kelly Sear, uh, he told me that that same thing. He was in like a sales, like he does sales, and he was like somewhere like trying to pitch. Like like a sales pitch or something. Yeah, yeah. And, like the song was playing where he was at, and like he said, like he heard it come on. And he's like in the middle of his speech, and, and he stopped. Was, he was just like, like he it was just like brought him to another world. Yeah. So I lo- I love hearing shit like that, and just like friends that can hear it across the country. Like man, that's that's crazy. Like, isn't that the biggest reward for you? More than money, more than anything, just hearing that other people. It's crazy, man. Isn't that the best feeling right now yeah. that you're feeling? And I like I think like the radio thing is special. To, to us and friends is because of the, uh, because it's spontaneous. So it's not like, yeah, I went on YouTube and saw your new song. I like it. It was you were minding your business, going about your day, not planning it, and then it came to you. Yeah. So I feel like that's the special thing about yeah. about it. And I mean, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like the first time, the first time I heard it, man. Like I was just, I had goosebumps. Like I was damn near like. I was damn near like tearing up. Like I didn't tear give, up. Give me your story. Where yeah, where were you? I, I didn't tear up. I was at home, but it's kind of different for me because like you knew that I knew this was the day it started, and I knew someone at the. Uh, I knew my man at Virgin Radio Turk, and he texted me. He's like, he's like, man, they, they got your song in rotation now. He's like, the first time we're gonna play it is in like half an hour. So I just put the, the radio on or yeah. whatever, and like it just was like up next, whatever. It had that thing, and then it came through, and I just like stood up and like man, I just had goosebumps, and I was like, like, on the verge of like damn, like, like just like you know a moment where it's like after you work so hard, like god damn it, like 15 years, like, and then finally you hear this shit, like it was just like that moment, like I. I don't know. I can't describe it. it, it I know. Yeah. The f- I don't know the feeling, but but it's just like I can imagine it. Yeah, like I, I don't know. Were it's you by just, yourself? Yeah, yeah. That's even that's. that's I was kind by of... myself, man. My girlfriend called me. Like I remember, she called me because she heard it too, and she called me. And when she called me right after the song, like I had to like I was trying to be cool and I was like trying to speed up the conversation because I was I was literally trying not to cry. So like I was like uh, no I don't blame so you. She's like how do you? She's like how? And she's like oh is that good? I'm like oh yeah yeah. I'm like yeah yeah it was good. Uh, yeah yeah. I'll just call you back. And then I, like I, I cut it short and I was I was just like walking around my house like pacing man. And uh, yeah I, I don't know. But then every other time after that it it's like it, it went away. What do you mean? Like every time after I heard it after that that initial feeling went away. Your mindset was like back to work. Is that yeah, what you're saying? It, it, it was just like that that special like moment, like you know, uh, like I don't know, like like uh, how can I describe it in an analogy? Like I, I'm not married, but maybe like at your wedding, you say I do, and then that feeling when you say I do, you're not gonna feel the same feeling when you watch the wedding video back on TV and say for the second time or third time. You know what I mean? So when I heard this song on the radio the second time and the third time, it's kind of like, all right, cool, they're playing it now. I see what but you're saying. But that first time was like, oh my God, like 
this is you know it's the holy feeling yeah like an out of body experience and then it it wears it just gets less and less after a while then it gets to the point where I'm at now it's like I need another one yeah you know back to work yeah I feel yeah. like it's like a. I feel like it's comparable to drugs. Because it's, it's not, like, yeah, yeah, I I agree. You know what I mean? You get that initial first high, and then it's like you come down, come down, come down. It's like I need to get back up there. It sounds like you love being involved in the fight. It sounds like you like being in in the mud. It yeah. sounds like you love being in the atmosphere where it isn't glory, it isn't all shiny, it isn't all Beverly Man. Hills Hollywood. I feel like you love being in your mom's basement with that microphone and just like going to work. Like I feel like that's where you're at. You're most happy. I don't know, man. Some it's, it's it's difficult. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Sometimes it feels like a job, and you have to remind yourself that you should have fun. Yeah, yeah. Like Dickie wrote it on my wall, right above my mic, just big letters on pencil. What do you what? What do you put? Letter B, pencil. Have fun, because it was like it just had to remind yourself. Because like sometimes it feels like a job, and I'm like, man, I hate everything. I can't do nothing. But yeah, speaking to what you said, uh, loving the mud, that's the whole album, what it was about. Celebrate the struggle. Like, Love the mud, yeah. The struggling is the best part of the story. Isn't it? Like, if I came on your show right now and said, yeah, we were up in Beverly Hills sitting on a fucking thing, drinking a $50,000 bottle of wine, whatever, what story's cooler? That, to me, the story that's cooler is me and Tommy had no money and we were in LaGuardia Airport and after we just had the time of our lives, we split a fucking chocolate bar for, for, for supper. Yeah. Like, to me, like I love that shit. Because you have something to work towards. You got yeah. you have adventures ahead of you. Yeah, if you're in could, Beverly Hills on a balcony drip, drinking a $50 bottle of champagne, what yeah. are you doing the next day? The same thing. You have nothing to work towards. Yeah, we're working towards something right now. How much fun true, is that? Man, Knowing that true. tomorrow there's going to be something else that's going to be... Maybe 10 that, times better. That's literally the truest, man. My mom always used to tell me that. It's like, pe- like everybody wants it all, but then when you want it all, like the most, one of the most important things in life or the best parts of life is looking forward to something. And then when you have literally everything, like that's why a lot of these rich kids are, are depressed. Go fucking crazy. Because it's like, I can go to, I can fly to Italy for lunch and eat a slice of pizza and come back. I can call up whatever girl. I can do whatever I want. So then, like, okay, that's going to have a novelty for the first little bit. But then when that wears off, if you're not happy as a person, like, what are you going to do? Like, It's the fight, man. It's the fight. Yeah. I'm a huge believer in a yin and a yang in this world. If you work and you can rest, the, yeah. you have to be able to work to enjoy rest. If I'm sitting tonight, let's say I wake up this morning and I do absolutely nothing. And then I sit and have two beer and watch the hockey game. I'm not thinking about the hockey game. I'm thinking about you were a lazy fuck today, Justin. What did you yeah. actually do? Yeah, but the yeah, fact yeah. that after this podcast, I can sit and watch the hockey game and be satisfied knowing that I put work in, knowing that I had a conversation with you, that I did the, the mic interviews today in, in the streets. Like yeah. it's, it's that feeling in it's your head. Reward. It's a reward. Yeah. But it's a little reward. The same reward, I'm telling you right now, comes from me sitting here watching a goddamn hockey game from me flying to Italy eating a slice of pizza or eating in an expensive restaurant. If I do no work towards going to Italy and sitting in a restaurant, I'm not enjoying it. It's the There's context. something about it's it. It's the context. It's the same game. If you did nothing today and you were lazy, it's the same game going to be on a screen. But the fact that you, you grinded and you, did, and you did all work today and now you can sit down and relax and reflect on what you did. Mm. You know what I mean? It means so much more. I think that's a huge thing with mental health in general. I, like, I know there's different strains of mental health yeah. and people are depressed for certain reasons. 
And but for, especially for me, whenever I get in a funk, it's because I was lazy th- that day, no, not yeah. not being productive. Yeah, it's just the mindset of being you're a piece of shit. What have you done? Yeah, it's it's that's my if I if there's anything that ever creeps in, it's that. And I'm sure it's you know mental health is not a it's not a thing anymore. People people have it. It's an actual yeah. disease. But if there's anything that relates to anyone else, I hope it's that. It's just I think yang. social media, man. Is yeah, a bad absolutely. One it's for a, it. tons uh, of liars on there. I'll try to. I'll try to. I'll try to break down this really quick. Uh, what, what I thought was interesting. I was drinking uh, the other night at Dickie's mom's, and uh, my buddy Shane. I don't know if you know Shane. I don't know. But he he told me like Shane is like one of the smartest guys I know. Like straight like street up. smart or math smart. Every smart. Every Ooh. type of smart. Street smart. Like, like, grew up the hardest ever. Let's get him on the podcast. Then. Street smart, but like, just like about the world and about humans. He's woke. About, like this guy, yeah, the most woke ever. Like this guy's went sixteen days uh, without eating, like mentally, to see what it what it would bring him. He's done like I don't want to put his business out there. I don't know if he wants me to say shit, but like he's done like celibacy like things and like. Like this guy is like really, really. What's re- his name, sorry? Shane. What's his? Can you say his Shane last name? Shane Walker. Shane Walker. Yeah, like this guy is like just, you know what I mean? Like he lives in Halifax. Yeah, he he lives here now. Actually, his woman is in California, so he goes there like two months. Cool. And stuff like that at a time, but like Look this guy, guy we grew up with, man. He but but what he told me, and like this shit blew my mind. It was like back in the day. He's like, he's like, so we would go hunt for our food. Right? No, like, I'm not... Just check this out. Like, the man would go hunt for your food. And when you hunt that and you bring that back to your family, he goes, dopamine is released in your brain. Because he's like, you're proud of something you did. You're you're very proud. Like, you accomplished something. And, and now he, he said, he told me, with social media, now you could just post a picture. And then you get all these likes and you see all these results. And the dopamine is released in your brain. But without you having to actually do anything anymore. So it's like back then, it's like the dopamine would be released in your brain as a result of you working hard and working towards something you wanted. But now we get it as an instant hit. I see what you're saying. Because of social media, I could just post a picture from my bed eating nachos, mm-hmm. and, you know. And, and you get 10,000 10, likes. likes. And it's like, oh, I feel like I did. Your brain is telling you like you did something like it's releasing those Dope- chemicals yeah. of, that, you, that you would get from a reward, you know what I mean? But yeah. you didn't do anything. Yeah. So, and I think that is a high in itself that people chase, you know. That's, I'd he, love to get this guy on if, yeah, if he's man, still here. Man, he I'd would, love to uh, talk to this guy. He would, I think he would definitely come on, man. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know him well? Like, yeah, yeah, okay. man. That's okay, my guy. Sounds I grew good. up with him. Like, he lives, uh, when he's here, he stays with Dickie's mom. Like, he's, okay. Yeah, man. Speaking of, I don't know if this is true, but when oh, in one of your songs, you said, we tore my best friend's place into a bachelor's heaven. Was that his yeah, place? Yeah, was that Dickie's? Dickie? Oh, I knew it was Dickie. Yeah, I was yeah. saying, I, next yeah. time I was with you, I was like, yeah. I gotta ask you that. Mrs. C's. I, those original lyrics were different, and I had everyone's names in it and stuff like that. And then someone told had me, to take it out. Someone just told me, don't put all the names in it. And so I did that. Because yeah. they, so, like, not even because anyone would mind, but like, it's gonna be relatable yeah. to other people that you don't <clears> say names. Yeah. So that's what I did. But. Fairview Flows is probably my favorite song by you. It's hard to pick one. But yeah. like that, that, well, like I just said, when you paint a picture, I think Fairview flows. Yeah. You paint, especially with. I'm thinking about shooting a video for that this summer, man. <sighs> that would you'd have to do that right because that yeah. that's a song that touches a lot of people. So you'd yeah. have to make sure like the director like really yeah. understands and understands Trust your me, vision. I know. I know. I'm sure you do. I know. But yeah, man. 
And yeah, I don't even was, want to talk about it because that's too, that's too yeah, touchy. We'll get too far into that. Um, do you think everyone is a creative person? Even the accountant that sits at a nine to five job. Do you think every single person has a creative ability? Or do you think that there's people that are born creatives and born X's and O's type people? That's a good question. But what is creativity? Isn't creativity... A creativity is a text message. Hey, how you doing? You know, putting a little flair on a text message. That's creative. I, I, I'm going to answer my own so question. I think, I, think, I think it's like, okay, like you said, the accountant sitting at a job. But when the accountant faces a problem or, or the, the boss is like, these numbers aren't right or we have to get these numbers to work or it's not going to work or the, isn't it, isn't, isn't it, couldn't you say it's creativity finding a solution that's, to a problem? That's why you I agree. You have to get creative about it. Like, or when or times when you don't have enough, like I remember when we used to have these mics and we didn't have these pop filters, it was like, okay, let's get creative, solve a problem or get the coat hanger and you put pantyhose on like oh, isn't that solving a problem that's like creative so i think anything like that's solving a problem or making something out of something that wasn't there before out of nothing essentially i think is creative yeah but yeah m maybe not everyone's going to be a music artist or be able to draw a mural or w mm -hmm. whatever but i think yeah anyone who i think we all have the ability to you know be in a situation and be able to and there be a problem or whatever, and then be able to solve it and use ingenuity to solve it. I think, yeah, mm -hmm. I think we're creative. I agree, absolutely. There's yeah. everyone's a, everyone's born a creative. Yeah, I think so. Um, how bad do you want to be interviewed by Nardwar? Oh man, so bad, bro. Like I got this, yo. I got this. I got this song. Like I never did this song. I took, I took so long to put this together, and I just never wrote the verses yet. What do you? Oh, for okay, sorry about Nardwar. Yeah. So like. My idea was like, cause like I've always tweeted in my past, like one day I'm gonna be on that. Like I inboxed this guy, like yo, one Do day you? I'm gonna be on there. And like, so I had, I went, like this took me like probably like 24 hours, like in a day. And I went and I took clips from all of his interviews and pieced pieces together, like using audio editing, yeah, and made it sound like he was doing an interview to me and I was going to rap the answers on the beat. So like, for example, like for, for example, like he had an interview with DJ quick. So he would be like, so what do you think about this quick? Right. <laughs> so then I would take, I would, I like, I would take the, and then, and then I went to the Drake one. He's like, so Drake. So then I took the ache. Right. And then like, don't copy me on this if people see this. So then like, I ha like I have all the questions. So it'd be like, so what do you think of this quake? And then like, so I edited it all together. Like he asked me so many questions. Like, so how is it working with classify? Like all questions I pieced it together that like pertain to my life. And like, I just, I set it all up. And for some reason, I just never wrote the answers yet, but it's all laid out. Like all the questions are laid out. So one day I might like, I don't know. I shouldn't have shared that, but like one day I'm gonna fucking fill it in. One day you're gonna be interviewed by him, and he's gonna be watching this, and yeah. he's gonna know that. That you what? went. Can yeah. I? I'm sorry. I need no, to put my ahead. two cents. In. Remember ahead. when you're talking about Ovi O'Brien, and he's like, "We see everything." Yeah, 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 yeah. Nardwar. Yeah. Knows everything. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm do, like, do you ever wonder who works for his? It's him. It must be. Him. Who else would put that amount of research in? You know, no. You know, Nardwar is calling people's moms up. 
Like, you know that, right? You know he's he calling pe- he's calling Kendrick Lamar's parents and being like, "Hey, what did Kendrick have for breakfast every How morning?" How does he find? And please don't tell him that I asked you this. He is doing he has to the be. research, the amount of research. You don't that think that he guy, has a team? He must have a team. Maybe he does have a team, but they better be dedicated, just like that man is dedicated. Because that the guy, best. he's the greatest. Like I don't know. People might not agree. To me, he's the greatest interviewer of all time. That goes without saying. All that time. goes without saying. At least I don't know if there's anyone else. Like who else is who else in the interview? Like have you seen that's great? Like there is a few. Like Cabby is good. Like, well, like, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah. No, man, with sports Kobe. maybe. Cabby with Kobe and all those shit he had with Kobe. Like, yeah, but, but that's like, a different interview. He. Cabby isn't Cabby more light and fluffy? I guess Nardwar is too. It doesn't matter what style. Like maybe your interview is serious. Like maybe we could say Larry King is one of the greatest. Yeah, you know oh, that's I, mean? what, I see what you're saying. You know what I, I mean? see what it's you're hard saying. To say, yeah, it's yeah, hard to yeah, judge yeah. someone on style, but it's like just the best at their craft. Like, but yeah, I I just think when I see the people that Nardwar is interviewing and their reactions, Ooh. that blows my. When I see Nas being brought out of. Who I'm not saying Nas is pretending to be anyone. He is who he no, is. No, but when you're brought out of that. You're, Element. Nas is a very chill, mellow, hey, okay, uh, you know, a very chill guy. Yeah. And when you get brought out of that on a rare occasion like by some nerdy white guy. Flustered in a way. Yeah, 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 flustered in a way. I remember, did you see DJ Khaled's one? He's like, oh, your aunt or someone. He said, like, yeah, yeah. Story. he's like, man, we got it, we got it. We can't be talking about that. <laughs> yeah, he's talking yeah. about how he like, worked at yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like yeah, Foot Locker like some or something. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, anyone that's listening right now, if you have not watched uh, Nardwar. Nardwar. How does he spell it? N-A-R-D-W-U-A-R. I'm not going to try to pronounce it. The human it. serviette. He's uh, the best interviewer of all time. All man. time. I'm going to recommend a couple ones. Uh, Nas, uh, watch uh, Pharrell, the first one. And then watch... Oh, Pharrell uh, gets his mind blown. For, yeah, no, Pharrell. it's not even Pharrell. It's N-E-R-D. N-E-R-D, yeah. sorry. N-E-R-D, watch that one. Then uh, uh, Quake just said... Uh, DJ Khaled, watch that one as well, and also watch the Jay Z one is good, but I feel like he didn't have enough time. Exactly, but the lead up to it is good because uh, Pharrell hooked that interview up. I like when he's run. like, he called me like twenty, like yeah, like, an interview. interview, like what, like yeah. Lil Wayne's was good too. Yeah, he he had a lot of research about uh, New Orleans. I like when pe- or I don't like when people don't get him though. Like when people like you I ever think, see people be like, I know like a little rude like the Migos was kind of a little rude. Yeah, like, I don't you know, like that. Like, yeah. But like, uh, and I hate when people are fans of him too. I don't like that. I hate when people are like, "Oh, I'm getting interviewed by Nardwar." So if that ever happens to you, don't do that. I'm not gonna play it cool because that turns it off. Well, I don't know. Like Drake was a fan when he did it. J Cole was like, that's why I didn't recommend them because I didn't like it. Really? Yeah, I don't like when. I don't know. I just feel it turns it off. I like when I see the guest surprised. I love yeah. it. I guess it's ruined for you because you can't be surprised. Because, but he might know things about you that. Yeah, he might say some crazy. You know, shit. he might say some crazy shit. Because I guess that did happen to Drake. Uh, that I, I could be, uh, I could be saying something that's not accurate. Yeah, he surpri- Drake know. was yeah. definitely surprised. Yeah, man, it's crazy what he brings up. Man, I remember him. Do you remember him? I mean, you might be too young. When he his interview shit was on much music. Channel yeah, 17. it was more much music was more punk. I remember yeah, it. Channel I remember seventeen. It. Like, I remember that was where I first saw his interview. Nardwar. Yeah, he had yeah, the man. punk rock and roll background. It's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. You know what? All, all other one was crazy was his Slipknot. Remember that band Slipknot? Yeah, I remember. I used to like a couple songs by them. I don't remember them though. But yeah, like, I don't remember the song names. But like they had the masks and shit. Yeah, man, yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that? Actually, I don't want to talk about that. But anyways, yeah, Nardward, crazy, crazy interviewer. Yeah. Recommend it. Incredible, incredible, incredible. Jesus, man. <sighs> Getting all worked up here. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, uh, I want to talk about the Junos. You just got back yeah. from the Junos. You were in Vancouver, yeah, um, a city that I lived in for the past year. What beautiful city! Shout out to Tommy. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. What was it like? Maybe, uh, maybe give me some people that you've met. I saw that you were on the red carpet. Not a big deal. Yeah, and uh, you got the pictures taken of you. Yeah, man. Let's uh, go. Give me, give me the all star treatment here. Uh yeah. I don't know where you want me to start. I'm but looking like, at the face of a first class passenger. Give me the grapes, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you flew to Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. I was, in, I was in the back row. But, uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Like the Vancouver trip, I always like. I, I say to myself, like, it, it's so funny because like when we went to the Junos, like those two nights, the weekend. I got to stay at like the Park Hotel. Like it was. Is that a nice? Hotel? I don't right even know. Right by the, the casino, like the casino. Oh, the new one. You yeah, stayed in that hotel. Beautiful, like the casino. Is yeah, nice there. beautiful, right? Like so, it was like, and then like for the next two weeks, like I slept on like a couch like the size of this. Like, Tommy's apartment. Tom, yeah, yeah, it's like fucking yeah. ten people in like yeah. a two bedroom. Yeah. But it's like and, and like what I I don't know equally as great times. Like that's the thing. So it's just back like, to what we were talking about. That's what we were talking about. Equally as fucking awesome times. So like. Yeah, man, the Junos were great. I never got to walk on a red carpet before. Yeah, you like, did. Oh, yeah, I thought you said you like didn't. Like for the Juno yeah, red yeah, carpet. Yeah. Like, I never got to do that. Um, man, that was cool, man. Uh, it was dope that Maestro was behind me because that, that helped a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, for for uh, He was kind of enticing media outlets to, you yeah, know, I saw the interview to me and stuff like that. Um, yeah, man, it, w- it was dope, like, just being a part of the whole thing and... Um, just getting to meet people like network yeah networking man like when you go to the junos after the red carpet you're like in this bar for like two hours till you wait and then they lead you like down a hallway that you get to the awards so like in this bar is like everybody like everybody's in this bar like i yeah like, okay so give me your experience on the bar were you like did you know most of the people in there there must have been people yeah, that you weren't like man there was i don't know like no most of the people like there's a lot of industry but, but you like, were comfortable being in the yeah, room yeah there's certain artists and stuff you see it's like oh shit like that's that like daniel caesar for one have you heard his music the guy with the braids, Daniel Caesar. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. I, I met I met him that night, and like that guy is like incredible. So that was definitely dope to me. Um, you met you had a conversation with the guy. Yeah, no, yeah. just brief. Like, what's just up? How, man, you, how doing? you doing? Yeah, he knew like, who you were. No, uh, he I he didn't know who I was. I got introduced through a friend of mine, Ruiz. Uh, Ruiz, he manages um, Jesse Reyes. Do you know? Yeah, him? yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, okay, cool. Him and my dude Byron, they manage Jesse Reyes. But cool. yeah. Uh, they were all sitting at a table, and like I'm, I'm a big fan of um, both of their music. You yeah, know? I met Jesse Reyes before in London. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was cool to meet to meet Daniel Caesar and like man, there's so many other people. Like, just uh, crazy, crazy. I don't know, just a crazy vibe, man. Like, there's so many flashbacks in my head right now that I'm just trying to see what would be the best one. But yeah. I mean, honestly, like the best part of that trip was seeing friends that I never saw in, in a long time. Yeah, you know, Tommy, Anton, Trevor, yeah. Kyle. Yeah. Like that that was that was the best part. Well, what did you think about the city of Vancouver? Did you like the actual city, the layout of it, the water, the the Man, buildings? The, the crazy thing is like I only got to see this city like everything on the last day I was there because like the first day I was just at the, like the first part at the Junos, I was just at the Park Hotel. Okay. So it was like, yeah, we 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 traveled around, get something to eat, like, you know what I mean, but it was co- it was cool, but then like 
after that, I was just at Tommy's where it was like, all right, I'm going to walk to Snackland. They're all at work every snack day. Snackland. Yeah, you remember Snackland? Yeah, I remember Snackland. Snackland. No, Kobe no, Munchies Land. The pop selection they have is insane. The fridge, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's beautiful architecture. Uh, rains a lot, though. Very rainy. You, got, you need a Very rain rainy. jacket. Herschel sells a lot of rain jackets. Uh, different people than here, I find. Very posh. Nice yeah. people, but just yeah. kind of a little stuck just up. different here different. from here. Yeah. But, uh... Um, what else was I going to say about Vancouver? Yeah, the last day we got to see, like, we went to, like, I guess it would be the waterfront. I don't know. Yeah, well, there's we so did, much waterfront. We are just drinking all day, but, like, I was like, holy shit, there was palm trees and shit. I was like, yeah. I didn't know there was palm trees in yeah, Canada. Yeah, me neither. I had no idea. Yeah. So that was cool. It was like a boardwalk. I don't know, people yeah. walking. It's around. like a bigger Halifax, plus palm trees. Yeah, 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 yeah. And more money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. People are hipper. It's very hipster there. Very hipster there. Yeah. But no, that's good, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. No, it was cool, man. Um, I feel like I could have said more about that, but I don't know. Okay. Um, I want to, I've always wanted to, not always, I guess just recently, I wanted to ask you about your video shoot in St. Lucia for the Lonely video. And there was a guy in the video, he had like braids on. And I heard a rumor that like, in order to shoot where you shot, you needed like his permission or something. Is that true? No. No. Okay, nah. well, who was the guy in the braids then? The guy with the long dreadlocks. Yeah, that was uh, that was um, you know Yogi the Yogi the producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So his brother, Nate Infinite. Shout out to Nate, man. Like, he's like the mayor, like in this in this neighborhood, Anslerey. It's called in Saint Lucia. Yeah, and he's not like the real mayor, but like this guy might as well be the mayor. Like everyone knows this dude. Yeah. Like, so when we came through there, like he just showed us the most hospitality, yeah. walking us through, like introduced us to everyone. And I think the first the first night we came there, we shot, or we were trying to do, we did some music and stuff. And so I was like, holy shit, like this is dope. Can we come back and um, do the video? And he's like, yeah, no problem. So yeah, the guy with the long dreads was uh, his name is Marcus. He was um, Marcus, Yogi and Nate's cousin. Reggae singer, very dope as well. Cool. But yeah, um, yeah, man, like that was just a whole other world to me. Like, St. Lucia? Yeah. Like just like one of the best times of my life. Yeah. But it was just like seeing different things also just makes you think. Like, I don't mm -hmm. know, man. It's, different it's way of living. It's crazy, man. Like you can't box yourself in. Like like when you're driving home, like you see, like you have your pet dog here tonight when you walk. Shout in. out to Levi. Yeah, shout out to Levi. Um, <laughs> when you drive home in St. Lucia, there's like, like I counted one night, like you'll see like just thirty wild, like thirty wild dogs, like they all just like run in front of the car. They're, they're like raccoons. Really? Like they just run around everywhere, and I never seen that in my life. Like, and like they'll just be like stray dogs, just dogs running around, like they just run around. Like, that's like such a cultural thing like crazy, cultural difference like dogs like they don't belong to anyone like, so Levi spoiled as fuck is what you're saying Levi is spoiled man like these dogs like some of them you'd just be chilling outside like having a cigarette the dogs would come up like you give them something to eat like they're just oh, running oh that makes me so they're sad they're just running around but like yeah so there's definitely like different things I never saw but like the most the craziest thing was like that most everyone was so friendly and cool and the and the the which I expected, you know, from meeting everyone here, like everyone I know from here that mm. came to Halifax, KO, Yogi, like everyone is so cool, mm. you know, Nate. Um, but like the other thing was like the fucking scenery, man. Like, like the beaches, this is nothing like I've ever seen. Like, 
pyramids in the sky of like mountains and like like if you've seen some of the pictures it's just so crazy man like just like palm trees like uh but I never seen banana trees in my life. Like yeah. I've never walked up to a tree that you could just there's banana. And you just eat the banana. No, I never ate the banana. Like I think people own this shit. Like there's wow. like a farm, but it's like banana trees, like just cows standing like wandering, like man, just beautiful. Like we were at the beach one night and like just people pulling up on horses and like <laughs> I swear to God. I was like, this is the illest shit ever. Like these guys are just pulling up on horses like at the beach. I just ride like I was like, man, this is crazy. Like, That's incredible. Yeah, it, it seems like are, so they're happy people. Yeah, they're yeah, they're man. they're very welcoming and open. Everyone's and polite. happy. Like we ate like um, like Ons Lorraine. That's like a um, um, lower developed uh, area than like downtown. Like that's where Yogi's brothers from and all them. And like that's where I, that was my favorite place. Like everyone was just welcoming. Like. Uh, like we went to like they have some people have local shops in their house where like fry fish and you could buy fish for like oh you love that five dollars yeah. like yeah buy some fish or like the roti they had is a wrap it's like curry chicken with potato yeah. like you just walk up they're like in their window like selling it like man so is it like is there is it commercialized like is there any advertisements there's nothing like that right it's all no, mom, it's, it's big, all mom and pop it's big uh in Anslerey then yeah that's what it was like but okay like, okay but, but in like Saint Lucia. There is a lot of um, like tourism and stuff. There's oh, is like there? Sandals okay. Resort. Okay. And like all that stuff, and uh, it's crazy. I guess it's just like here, like where I was staying. Um, I was staying like on top of this hill, and it was like, uh, you know, people who had their their father was a doctor, and he was like a politician, and like this, like they had a pool, and like overlooked the city, and like, sounds so, like a nice place. So it's yeah, a very nice place. Like that was. Uh, so it's like I guess it's anywhere you go. Like there's different walks of life. Different. It's the same. Yeah. Like we said, we bring it back. Not yeah. Everyone's the same, man. Like no yeah. one's too different. Yeah. But yeah, man. It was it was definitely like one of the most, one of the funnest times of my life, man. Like, uh, like your drinks, like every like, your drinks. You can just like take like take it from a bar. Like I go get a double rum and coke. I can take it out of that bar. Like the bars are almost like outside. There's just like a roof. I over. love that. So you just walk down the street. I can go into the next bar with my rum and coke. I can walk around mm. buzzed up. I can sit in the car in the passenger seat and drink on the way. Like no one cares. What like, a beautiful lifestyle. Yeah, it's amazing, man. Like good food, good people. Mm. Yeah, man, it was incredible. Uh, yeah. Wicked. Um, the fly, uh, the mosquitoes killed me, man. I don't know how, why. How pissed? Oh, mosquito. I don't know why. Oh, just thinking about a mosquito. Like no one else. They bothered. Like I don't know. Oh, just you. It was well, like probably because your skin or foreign, something. Maybe the foreign blood. Yeah, the foreign blood. Know. Yeah, but yeah, that was a, that was a good time, man, for sure. Um, I can I don't want to get deeper, but I I want to ask you about something because I'm just I I've been a little bit curious because I'm kind of going through something similar myself. Yeah, no worries. Um. I've I want I don't want to say that I've observed you, but I've seen you in social situations where there's a lot of people around you and people approach you. Don't deny it. People come up to you and talk yeah. to you, and I'm sure there's a lot of not opportunity, but I'm sure that there's things that people come up to you and I don't know how to word this because like I don't, I don't think people want to come up to you and use you, but yeah. I think that there's people that come up to you and just want to gain something from their, their self from you. So yeah. over these years, you said, I think you said 15 years, you've been doing what you do. Yeah, How yeah. do you politely almost say no? 
Do you know what I mean? How do you, how do you go through the journey that you're going through and not try to offend anyone, but at the same time, try to to have your career in mind and don't want to ruin your own reputation and pol- yeah, politely say no. Like, do you know what I'm trying to ask you? Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, like I think you can feel it when. Um, I think a tip for anyone out there trying to do business or in this industry is like literally the best the best relationships and everything starts happening when it's built off of genuine friendship and a lot of people don't want to take that time to get to know somebody a lot of people just be like oh can you do this for me now and, and you can weed those people out and and it's as simple as either being like yeah well I'm working on my own thing right now I don't have time or whatever that's what I usually say I do it in a polite way mm. or whatever but it's like you know there's a lot of people out there just trying to get it but it's like I've learned in this business, like everything is built on like a friendship or a bond. So it's like, interesting. like I, I've gone down to, uh, I've learned this at like conferences I went to. Like I go to A3C in Atlanta mm. and you go to A3C in Atlanta, you walk through the hotel lobby of like the main, like part of the conference. Everyone's CD, CD, take my CD, get this, do like everyone. There's so many, That's not everyone, how it starts. everyone tries to do that. The best connections I made was like going outside for a cigarette and smoking and being like, hey, what do you do, man? Like, oh, cool. Yeah. And then I've kept in touch with people that way, like just off of just off a of gen. You know, when it's genuine, when, you, when you're human, it's, you know, um, when it's genuine. If someone came up to you right now. Right. And just say they didn't want anything from you, but it, just say it was friendship. Someone came up to you on the street and was like, hey, hey, man, you should be my friend. You should be my friend. I could do this for you. It, you know what I mean? So People you, have done that to you? No, no. But I'm, you give me, okay, giving okay, your okay, example. Okay, you yeah. know, okay, just say like, it's not music they want from you. Just say some, it'll be like someone coming up to you and be like, off the blue, be like, be my friend, be my friend. You'd be like, what the fuck? What are like, you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Rather than if some, how do you, how, but how do you form a natural friendship? Mm-hmm. You'll be like, hey, like, uh, oh, mm-hmm. whatever. You shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. And that's how the best business relationships have come about for me. Through friendship. Just building, taking the time to get to know someone and asking them about themselves and not not treating them like a opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like when you treat people like an opportunity, like when you come up to someone who's like, "Hey, man, I have this whole idea. Like you could benefit from it." That's the worst one. Mm-hmm. When people people come to you and try to convince you that you could benefit from it, but you know that they like they they're whatever. I don't want to say lower tier, but they're at a different level mm-hmm. and they're coming up trying to use you completely but then they spin it like oh this will benefit you trust me like this will do more for you than it will for me and when they try to when they I try get to it, yeah. you like that it's like man shut the fuck up like, yeah you know what i mean yeah. so i would say the best thing is just to build the friendship like like i don't know like i remember the first time i met uh mike smith bubbles from trailer park boys yeah so he like he texted me out of nowhere and was like I love your music. Like, I I don't know how he got my number. He's like, we should meet up and like, yo, let's like, whatever, let's meet up and have a meeting. So like in my head, I'm like, I had no idea. Like, what is this meeting? Like, what am I going to do? Like, I started preparing like all this business shit in my mind. Like, like, do I know what my profit is or my, like, I didn't know shit. Like, I thought it was like, he, you know what I mean? I, I thought know it was like yeah. some type of business meeting. Or this like, guy's a big heavyweight. In yeah. The so entertainment. I, was like, I, I had no idea what it was. And then like, like I, I went down and fuck, we just started fucking drinking beers, got fucking loaded, had a bunch of laughs and 
no, it turned into a friendship. I didn't ask him for nothing. He didn't say nothing to me. Yeah, and it turned into a friendship. And that's like three, four years ago. Now it's like, all right, like if there's something that makes sense, he can help me with it. Or I can, if there's something I can do for them, you know what I mean? Mm. Which, I, you know, they can probably do more for me than I can do for them. But still, at the end of the day, it's a friendship. But that's what it is. People don't want to put in that time and... And just, and just get to know the person. Be someone's yeah. friend. Like, yeah. why do you always want something for? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. No, that's great advice. That's yeah. very well said. Yeah. You're a guy that I'm sure has had to go through situations where, you know, you've had to learn, man. You can sniff them out instantly when it's just a selfish person that just wants something. Like, you're not stupid. Mm. You see, like, a bunch of them. Then it's an obvious thing. Yeah. It's yeah. like they don't care about. Yeah. You can tell when someone doesn't care or yeah. they, they just want something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Well said. Jesus, man, we've been going. It's hour 30. Hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> Jeez, let's wrap it up. Give these poor listeners a, a break. All right. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I pretty much I covered everything that I wanted to ask you about. There's a couple other things, but you covered them with the other questions that I asked you. So I think you're pretty good. All right. Um, so, yeah. Are you going to come back? You got to come back. I'm coming back. I'm bringing, uh, I'm bringing Dickie and Shane. Oh, we got four mics. Do you? Yeah. You have another mic? I got the other mics right back there. Oh, man. You Let's do it. That. I might just sit and watch that one. No, you got to join. Because I don't know them as well as you do. You're the... Yeah. You're the... You're the... The, the, you're the Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, listeners, I appreciate you. Uh, if you're still listening, an hour and 30 minutes, that's a beautiful thing right there. Uh, Quake, thank you for coming, man. I appreciate it. God bless. You're always a great guest. I always love talking to you. Um, he'll definitely be back. Uh, once again... Go to the iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, follow, like, subscribe, all that good shit. I appreciate you. Godspeed. High button. We're out. Are you sure you ready to hear about this fast life that I lived? The flashing lights and the blackout nights just like this. Would you sacrifice your sanity while looking past my sins? And forgive my crazy friends for the trouble they got me in? I was as stubborn as an addict with a habit for arguments. Scarred with a troubled past and some of the darkest of intents. But if I make a conscious effort to clear my mind of this pressure, then cross your heart and promise you'll accept it. These are my concessions. I trip on my words. A simple collection. Of bridges I burned Don't wanna make it leave Wish this was make-believe These are my confessions and lessons I've learned My conscience, my reverend, yeah, you are my church Hope that you understand You make me a better I've learned
walk away Try to pretend that you're strong as Superman A little thought makes you hit the brakes What's the point any other way? No regrets, I'm just here to say These are my confessions, I trip on my words A simple collection of bridges I burn Don't wanna make you leave This is what's make-believe These are my confessions and lessons I've learned My conscience, my